Kitzur Likutei Moharan, 1, Lesson number 60, Rabbi Shimon opened, Zohar 3, 128a. 1. Know that there exist pathways of Torah that contain extremely deep levels of contemplation. It is impossible to plumb these depths, however, except by possessing great wealth. The children of Yisachar, who attained this understanding, as expressed in the verse, of the children of Yisachar, men adept at understanding, 1 Chronicles 12.33, merited this only through their wealth, which is alluded to in the verse, Yisachar, a strong-boned donkey, Genesis 49.14, which Onkelos translates as abounding with possessions. Consequently, all of the prophets were wealthy, as our sages of blessed memory said, Nadarim 38a. Similarly, many other great and awesome tzaddikim were extremely wealthy, particularly those through whom the Torah was handed down to us, namely, Moses, our teacher, who brought the Torah to the Jewish people, Rebbe, i.e. Rabbi Judah the Prince, who compiled and sealed the final version of the Mishnah, and Rav Ashi, who compiled and sealed the final version of the Talmud. All of these individuals were extremely wealthy, as our sages of blessed memory stated, for great wealth is needed to attain these very deep levels of contemplation. 2. The way to come to this holy wealth is through what is called length of days. This means that a person must see to it that each new day and each new hour is longer and wider with additional holiness and purity than the one before it. For at its inception, every day for every person is narrow. That is to say, at the start of the day, the spiritual work that a person must do that day is extremely onerous and difficult for him. Therefore, a person requires enormous inner strength and determination each and every day not to fall to discouragement when he sees the great weight of the service he must perform every day. Rather, he must fortify himself as much as he possibly can each day to make a start from amidst the great constriction, oppression, and heaviness that he feels. Subsequently, he must increase and progress in his service of God, and should see to it that each successive hour is larger and wider with additional holiness than the one before it. Similarly, he must see to it that each successive day of his life is larger and wider with additional holiness than the one before it, and he should, should continue on, the, on in this fashion throughout his life. This is the essential meaning of length of days through which a person merits holy wealth. This is also the interpretation of the verse, Abraham was old, advanced in his days, Genesis 24.1, meaning that he possessed length of days, and as a result, and God blessed Abraham with everything, meaning with holy wealth. 3. Through fear of God, i.e. awareness of God's awesome presence, a person thereby merits length of days, as it is written, fear of God adds to one's days, Proverbs 10.27. In other words, this awareness of God brings additional holiness to each and every day, and consequently, a person's days are lengthened and widened. Reb Prayers 1, Prayer number 105, 234 Now, after all of the sins that I have committed, and all of the hardships that I have experienced throughout the course of my life, my eyes yearn for complete salvation from you alone. In the merit of the prayers of the true tzaddikim, Have compassion on me, save me, have pity and mercy on me. Incline your ear and hear the voice of my outcry, the voice of my prayer. Telling Holy Stories May the holiness of the land of Israel, which comprises the totality of all ten types of holiness, be drawn onto me, so that I will attain a complete faith, 
that at every moment you gaze upon every detail of the universe and perform innumerable and awesome wonders for me and for the entire world. He does great wonders alone. His kindness is eternal. You do all of this in the merit of the true tzaddikim, through whom all miracles are performed. Strengthen me to believe in you always with a holy faith that is drawn down by means of the holiness of the land of Israel. May I then know who are the true tzaddikim, about whom I should tell stories, and may I know how to tell these stories. As a result of telling these stories, may my thoughts be purified, so that I will free myself of all confusions, evil musings, blemished ideas, and foreign thoughts. May no foreign thought have the power to confuse my mind. Instead, may I attain holy, pure, and proper thoughts about serving you. May I gain an appreciation for your greatness and the greatness of the true tzaddikim, and may I create new insights into your holy Torah. When I need to rise to the world of thought, may I be completely silent without even speaking a word of holiness because that too confuses thought. Rebuke all of my foes who want to keep me from attaining holy thoughts. Give me the power to expel all confusion so that I will always cling to you and your Torah with holy, pure, and clear thoughts that are in accordance with your beneficent will. Rescue me from every type of suffering. Sweeten and nullify all of the judgments against me and against all of your nation, the house of Israel. In the merit of telling stories about Sadiqim. Bring me forth quickly from a constricted to an expanded awareness in the course of my telling stories about true tzaddikim. May that purify my mind to the ultimate degree so that my thoughts will always be holy and pure. Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. My spiritual needs are without measure, and my mind is too limited to enumerate the smallest part of them. My words do not suffice to describe how far I am from every level of holy thought and how much I need to plead to attain it. Therefore, please accept what I say as though I were enumerating all of my spiritual needs before you. Save me so that I will return to you and live in accordance with your beneficent will. As the verse states, before they call out, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. Hashem, redeem me at every time of difficulty and oppression. Blessed are you who answers your nation, the Jewish people, at a time of trouble. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you, Hashem, my rock and my redeemer. May political leaders be kind to us. When a new king comes to power, may he be a kind king who will have compassion on your nation, the Jewish people. May he ease our yoke of servitude and nullify all of the evil decrees against us, and certainly not promulgate any new anti-Jewish decrees. We have no one on whom to rely but you alone. No one else will take our side. May your great name stand by us at every time of trouble. Have mercy on us, your impoverished sheep, and incline the hearts of kings and ministers to us for the good. The hearts of kings and ministers are in your hand. As the verse states, the heart of the king is in Hashem's hand, like streams of water. He inclines it wherever he wishes. Have mercy on your nation. Have compassion on your inheritance, you who are full of compassion. He removes kings and establishes kings. Gaze down from your holy habitation from heaven. Incline the hearts of all kings, advisors, and ministers to us for the good, and bring us our righteous Mashiach speedily in our days. Amen. Rabbi Nachman's Stories, The Exchanged Children These paths extend throughout the entire land. No one understands the meaning of the throne with all its details and the paths. This, then, will be your test. See if you can understand the significance of the throne and everything associated with it.
They showed him the throne, and he saw that, was, that it was extremely tall. He went over to the throne and gazed at it. As he contemplated the throne, he realized that it was made of the same type of wood as the box, or instrument, that the forest man had given him. He gazed further, and saw that a rose was missing from the top of the throne. If the rose were in the throne, then the throne would have the same power as the box, which would produce mu- music whenever it was placed in any animal or bird. Then he gazed even more and noticed that the rose missing from the top of the throne was lying at the bottom of the throne. He would have to take and place it on top, and then the throne would have the same power as the box. The late king had devised each detail with such wisdom that no person could understand its significance until an extraordinarily wise person came along who would understand the concept. He would then know how to exchange and arrange all things correctly. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Wisdom, 96 You should accustom yourself to be in the world to come. Alam Trufa number 414 Separate yourself from all worldly desires. For in the world to come there is no eating or drinking, nor any of the other harmful worldly appetites. See Brachot 17a. A sick person is close to death, and therefore is almost within the world to come. For this reason he loses his appetite for all worldly things, and is actually repulsed by eating, drinking, and sex. He is almost within the realm of the world to come where such appetites do not exist, so he finds them disgusting and repulsive. Even when you are alive and well, you can still exist on a plane of the world to come by eschewing all worldly pleasures. If you would only contemplate the delights of the world to come, you would find this world and its pleasures impossible to tolerate. Shemot HaTzadikim Nusach Acher, Miruvein, Chanuch, Falu, Chetron, Karmi, Zakur, Nemuel, Mishimon, Yamin, Ohad, Yachin, Sochar, Shaul, Nimri, Milevi, Amri, Zatuel, Hanania, Sitri, Moshe, Algabehen, as leader. Miyehuda, Arach, Aruch, Yonadav, Betzalel, Shefatya, Nachshon. Miyisachar, Tsair, Yaakan, Yigal, Faltiel, Atniel, Choni. Mizavulon, Sered, Elon, Suri, Yachlael, Elihu, Nimshi. Mibinyamin, Sinav, Chislon, Eldad, Medad, Achituv, Matanya. Midan, Buki, Yagli, Achinoam, Achiezer, Tseri, Vachananel, Minaftali, Elishama, Sumchus, Zavdi, Yochanan, Elchanan, Eliakim, Migad, Chagai, Zarchi, Kenan, Matityahu, Zechariahu, Shuni, Miasher, Pashchur, Shilmi, Chananel, Shalum, Achaziahu, Shechanyahu, Miosef, Yair, Yoezer, Faltiel, Adonia, Ram, Machir, Eldad, Medad, Chur, Yair ben Menashe, Novach. The Aleph Bet Book, Conflict and Strife, A, 85. When two tzaddikim are at odds over an issue concerning the good of the Jewish people, you should know that there are two corresponding angels in heaven that also dispute the matter. It takes God himself to arbitrate between them. 86. Whoever hears himself shamed and remains silent eliminates many of the evils that were meant for him. 87. God consistently sides with the majority opinion, but if the majority is comprised of wicked individuals, his opinion does not follow theirs. 88. We do not seek merit in one who turns others astray. 89. When two people disagree, each is often supported by others who side with his point of view. Should there then be a decree in heaven that one of those involved in the 
the dispute must die, the judgment begins with the least of them and not with one of the original disputants. 90. There are times when being handed over to one's enemies saves a person from a decree that would have destroyed all his offspring. 4. Nisan, Dalid Nisan, Tzadik, His Life, 227, 101. Reb Hirsch returned home. All this took place in the winter time, and a while later Reb Shlomo, the attendant, also had reason to travel to Medvedevka. When he arrived, he found that a plague had taken the lives of a number of children there. The people of the town wanted to send someone to bring a redemption to Rabbi Nachman, but were not able to raise both the pidyon money as well as the expenditures required to cover such a long journey. In the meantime, Reb Hirsch passed away. Before he was buried, the attendant, who was still in Medvedevka, related to Rabbi Nachman's followers what he had heard from behind the door when Reb Hirsch had come to the Rebbe in Breslov. He spoke of the oath, but no one knew whether Reb Hirsch had actually taken it before he passed away. The Rebbe's followers, including Reb Yudel, agreed upon a plan. As they were carrying Reb Hirsch's body to be buried, a Torah scroll was brought out and the deceased was told to take an oath that he would immediately go to Rabbi Nachman to inform him of the plague which was attacking the children of Medvedevka. Because of this, this oath, Reb Hirsch would have to go to the Rebbe even if he himself had not previously followed the Rebbe's advice. Three months later, Reb Shlomo the attendant returned to Breslov. When he came to Rabbi Nachman, the Rebbe asked him if he could remember when it was that Reb Hirsch had died. Reb Shlomo responded by recalling which month it had been, but he could not call to mind the exact day. Was it not on such and such a day of the month, said Rabbi Nachman? Yes, yes, Reb Shlomo suddenly remembered that Reb Hirsch had indeed passed away on that date. You see, said the Rebbe, right after they closed his coffin, Reb Hirsch came to me, as if to say, I thought it would take some time, but he came instantly. Reb David Hirsch of Demetrevka was personally told the story by Reb Shlomo the attendant. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 1, Lesson number 129 With Thanks to God, Sunday Night, Vayechi 5594 Greetings to my dear, beloved son, may his light shine. I received your letter, and I was pleased. God helped me, and thank God I recovered my strength. It is totally impossible to speak about the things that I must endure each every day, though we have heard that the Mashiach will tell each person everything that happened to him on every day. Rabbi Nachman's Stories it seems that the more people one has depending on one, the more one must endure. May God have pity on me and save me in all that I need saving. It is I whom the verse is describing. I examined myself and I saw that I am like a solitary bird on a roof. Psalms 102.8 Through God's great kindness and mercy, I know what I know. And the things that assail me are practically infinite. While they are all really wondrous acts of kindnesses, my capacity to endure them has failed me. I had guests last Shabbat, including my in-law Reb Shlomo and his son Reb Itzela from Heisen, as well as Reb Yaakov, may his light shine, who was already here. On Friday night I sat at the, at the table and we spoke lovely words of truth flowing forth from their source. Shabbat day at the start of the morning meal I got the pain in my abdomen. Editor's note. This is the ailment from which Reb Nussin was to pass away in the year 5605. Afterwards, I said the grace after meals, and by God's kindness, slept a little. Immediately when I woke up, the pain flared up intensely. I sat there until very close to the afternoon prayers, as if in a stupor. I had no idea what to do. I had wonderful things to say, and the pain was trying to confuse me. 
But God in his kindness did not abandon me, and he bestowed his kindness upon me. Very close to evening he gave me strength from heaven. He then added further to his loving kindness, and helped me speak in public all he had favored me with. And thank God, they were most amazing things indeed. When I awoke in the morning, which was the tenth of Tevet, a public fast day, I was so weak that I literally had no strength at all. I could barely walk, and I was forced to pray lying down. Only with great difficulty did I manage to walk to the study hall to perform the circumcision on the son of Reb Chaim, the son of Reb Yaakov, Baal Hamagia, the scribe. I came home and lay weakly in bed until evening. On Monday, thank God, there was some improvement. Reb Nussin's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 367 With thanks to God, Wednesday, Vayera 5602 My dear beloved son, I have received several letters from you on several occasions. I was pleased that you brought in the poor guest who came from far away and that you sensed that this was something important. What you wrote is certainly true, that one constantly sees God's great deeds, whereby he miraculously bestows his kindness upon us. But I will not elaborate on this now. I was particularly pleased that our friend Rabbi Yaakov worked to help him. May God repay your deed. May he open your eyes to constantly see his wonders and enormous kindnesses so as to awaken you from sleep and to draw you close to him at all times and from all places. God is constantly constantly doing wonders and they are all awesome hints to draw close to him from all places. As is written, With awesome wonders I was created. How wondrous are your works! Psalms 139.14 In light of the way that God is directing matters with us in his miraculous kindness, the time has come for our friend, Reb Nachman, to set on on his journey for our business, as you know. It is God who directs a man's steps. My intention, though, is to have him stay here until after this coming Shabbat. Perhaps a letter will arrive from there, and if so, on Sunday you should send it on immediately. May God grant me wisdom and true counsel, so that I will know how to proceed in this and in all our affairs. You should also send some money, as much as you want, and it will go toward your donation to this project. For, with God's help, you will surely have a share in this, though I do not know how much. For the time being, start by giving whatever sum you wish for the expenses, and it will be counted toward your contribution to the project. I have the same arrangement with all our comrades who are contributing to this project. It would be good if you could talk with our learned friend, Rabbi Yaakov, and see if he could also start now by giving an advance on this project and sending it immediately on Sunday. If you sense, though, that he is not going to heed your words in this matter, then do as you wish. I hope to God that he will heed my words. Surely, with God's help, he will have a great share in this mitzvah. May God finish well for us in accordance with his will and the will of those who fear him. My intentions are good. The words of your Father, waiting for salvation at all times. Thank God you wrote me that your wife, may she live, has shown an improvement. Also, your son, may he live, has recovered from his rash with God's kindness. So may he continue to have compassion on them and save them from now on from all aches and pains. Do not forget all of his favors and trust in his kindness and salvation at all times. Nussan of Breslov